0: Welcome to the 19th Annual Economic Forum brought to you by the Calhoun County Area Chamber and Visitor Center in partnership with the Jacksonville State University Center for Economic Development and Business Research. I'm Stephen McClung. I'm Dean of the School of Business and Industry at Jacksonville State University. Dr. Mark Kern is going to take you through the economic forum in just a bit, but first I wanted to let you know about the progress being made at our new business school at Jacksonville State University. As you know, a few years ago, our building was devastated by a tornado that ripped through the middle of the building. Since then, we have been trying to build uh, programs back and the building. Well, it's my good news to report that this year, we are slated to be back in our new building, the new Merrill Hall, in just about the same place that the old Merrill Hall stood. We are working to get into the building by the middle of August of this year. Classes start on August 18th. We want our faculty into the building in August 11th. We have a lot of good upgrades from the old building. We will have a fully stocked uh, finance uh, financial lab at the new uh, Merrill building, and it will have the latest in technology for finance majors. We will also have a number of classrooms that have been sponsored and founded, uh, funded rather by our donors. We also will have a restaurant that will serve coffee and food in the first floor of the building. This restaurant, Z Beans, will also hire our students for jobs and internships. So we will have a working model of business right in the building. We're very excited and we will work very hard to keep you updated uh, on the progress of moving into our building. And we will certainly invite you once we open up the new building. And now with this year's economic forum, Dr. Mark Hearn. Thank Thank you.
1: Our economy can, continues to recover. One year ago, many organizations in our county, this area, the great state of Alabama and the United States, they were running at near full capacity, wide open. Then the pandemic had. It brought us to a dead stop. Close the doors, send the folks home. Uh, since then, we have bounced back and Things are certainly looking better. The, the pandemic continues to impact us and, and it will for some time. That, that's just something we all understand. You're reading the same news stories I'm reading with respect to COVID-19 probably, that um, new cases are down. They're down significantly. They have been. Maybe we're stalling that decline right now. New vaccines are coming online where vaccinations are picking up pace. Johnson & Johnson, for example, they will probably be approved by the Federal Drug Administration over the weekend. They have a one-shot lower maintenance vaccine. It's hopeful, it's hopeful, feeling better about it. As we get to this new normal, whatever that's going to be, we're already starting to see some of the problems that we had before the pandemic. And right up there at the top of the list, good people, good workers, they are hard to find. Hello, I am Mark Earn, work for Jacksonville State School of Business and Industry. And I wanna go over this information with you. And again, this information is brought to you in conjunction with JSU Center for Economic Development and Business Research under Jennifer Green. very appreciative of that sponsors we've always enjoyed a wide variety of sponsors for this program and it's greatly appreciated now some housekeeping issues first this information is set up to be run through very fast and i promise you i'm going to try to do it fast the general organization is this if we're talking about the united states there will be that red map of the United States up in the upper right hand corner and the bars will generally be red or the lines or any of that information if we're looking at state Alabama same kind of thing blue outline map of the state of Alabama blue bars and for Cowan County if we're talking about the entire county we'll have that map up and the bars will be gray. Another another little item. Colonel Potts, I understand you're in the room. As always, I'm glad you're in the room. I miss having a chance to talk with you and hear those great questions. But a couple of things. We don't have a physical product. What we have is this, this virtual product, virtual meeting. We will have a physical product in the in the future, hopefully, next time we get together. Our friends at Consolidated Publishing are certainly willing, able and provide that to us. But this virtual product, one thing about it, the Appendix is down at the bottom of the screen. The sources that are listed down in the lower left, they're all hyperlinks and you can click on that and bounce to the source for the information. This is true for about 90 percent of the sources. If uh, they're behind a firewall, username, password protected You will not be able to get to those, those will not be linked, but everything else is, is out there for you. Hopefully that will allow you, and maybe if you're looking at this later on, you might wanna check and see if the numbers have updated and that'll send you right to it. This will probably also be a part of all future economic forms for us. The big picture, we can hear gross domestic product, change from the preceding period in the United States. Most recent number we have is fourth quarter. 2020, you can see the huge dip as the pandemic hit, one of the record hits on, on our economy in the United States. And then that huge bounce back for the third quarter. And then we moved back down to a nice number at 4%. That's be great if we can stay there. Now, on industrial production, certainly dropped significantly, but we've come back, but we're still down about
2: 1.9%.
1: The non-farm payroll employment numbers, which is a great survey and provides a lot of information, you can see that we dropped 20 million jobs during the pandemic. And we've certainly come back, but we're still down a significant number. Eight million six hundred three thousand at the national level. And the and the Dow. The Dow, the Dow timeline is a little longer. We're going back before the pandemic, looking at uh, February and then and then coming forward. And, and we're up. The, the stock exchange has come back. And we're up about 6.23% in the last 13 months. Prices, we're not seeing a lot of inflation, inflationary pricing. It, it's very tame. Last 12 months, we're up 1.62%. No real concerns there. Monthly retail sales, as well, we're up 2.9%. Last 12 months, it's good to see. Housing is different. It hardly slowed down at all. Maybe a little. Just a slight little bit, people are concerned, but since then, it's taking off. And even more so, as you'll see later when we're talking about Alabama and Cowan County. And their prices are up 7.9% nationally. Essentially, what is happening is people are buying space. Now, the labor force absolutely had a drop nationally. Uh, We've come back still down 4296000 12 months. And employment, even a larger hit than in the labor force. And while we've come back, we're still down 8,628,000. The unemployment rate, big bounce, like the others, coming back down 6.3%, the most recent number, up about 2.8% 12 months ago. A little bit more on the labor force issues. Some of that is not being picked up in reality. And there's a lot of talk about the employment population ratio and how much it has dropped. 3.6%, maybe that's a better indication of how tough it is to find people. And the labor force participation rate had a significant drop as well, down about 2% in the last 12 months lastly in this section i want to talk about how people are feeling right uh, one more in this section by the way as far as consumer sentiment this is uh you're looking at a record level of drop from, uh, where we were before the pandemic 101 down to 78, 71.8 as we got hit by it. We've come back to some extent, but we're still down 24.6% from 12 months ago. People are feeling very cautious. Uh, I think that's probably the best way to put it. And one of the outcomes of that is savings. People are holding on to their money. Savings rate is up 90% from 12 months ago. It's uh, an amazing change, and we're up to 13.7%. People are holding on to their money. Now that's really quick update on the national numbers. We're about to get into the state. As far as questions go, please submit those online through the chat and when um, we get a little break here later on I'm going to get that information and, and we'll certainly try to respond to all of those all right the Alabama picture we don't have state level data on the 2020 census yet that's been delayed and it could easily be the fall before we get those numbers so we're still looking at estimates we're estimated up so are the neighbors The encouraging news is migration patterns based on people moving around the United States. This is from United Bend Lines. Always thought it was a great study. Alabama is listed as a high inbound state. And that percentage inbound is one of the highest we've had in, in some time, 59%. Please note, there are several states in the Southeast. The last six years, we've been listed as high and bound for those. And again, with the highest percentage being in 2020. And one of the questions they ask is, you know, why? Why did you move to Alabama? And the top three reasons have been the same for several years. It's been about retirement, health, and the number one reason, jobs. I also ask the people that are leaving the same question. And retirement and family is certainly in the list, but look at the last row over on the right. You can see that it's still about jobs. And even with a higher percentage, we're losing people for jobs, people that we would love to keep and have them here. GDP at the state level, we have it through the... Third quarter of 2020, we um, generally have been tracking right along with the state. We didn't dip as much. I'm mean, right along with the national picture. We did not dip as much as the national picture, and we've come back a little stronger. And that's good to see. Labor force down slightly at the state level, down about 28,000 for December of 19. We don't have any more recent numbers than December of 2020. The new numbers will be out in about eight days. Unemployment, an even larger drop. And we're down about 54,521 employed people in the state from 12 months ago. Significant drop. Unemployment. Unemployment, we tracked up with the national picture. Both have been declining over the course of the the pandemic since April, but we've dropped even lower than the national number. The most recent number, December, the national picture at 6.7, Alabama at 3.9. Labor, again, is getting tight. We, are, uh, we, we saw a drop in quits, number of people just coming in the door and saying, I'm, I'm out of here, that dropped off, which is not surprising, poor all the environment. Gross revenues, a year ago I predicted that we would break $12 billion for the first time. What you're looking at here, every one of these years has been a record. There was a lot of hoopla fiscal year 16, 17, first time we broke 10 billion. Then the next year we almost broke 11, and then we did in 18, 19. And this year we're up as well. We we broke 12 billion for the first time. I predicted that before the pandemic, but I certainly thought I'd be wrong after the pandemic hit. But, we're, but it's not the case. We're up 5%, 12 billion, 210 million. Breaking it down, incomes for last fiscal year were up 1.94%. Again, we're looking at record levels. Sales taxes up as well, 2.13% for the fiscal year. Let's look at what's happened since the end of the fiscal year. So now we're talking about October uh January, and we're up even more. Incomes are up 4.92%. The sales tax have been collected up 9.26%, huge, huge increase, and the total is up 7%. So the fall was not near as bad as I, I thought it was going to be. And the most recent number we have is January, and you look at it, the growth continues. Incomes are up even more, 7. percent sales tax revenues up 11.86%, overall up 6.78%. So we're definitely on a record track for the state of Alabama, as far as tax revenues in the upcoming year, in this fiscal year, certainly on a record track. Whether or not we're gonna break 13 billion, we'll see, at this rate we will. Now, one of the stars of the account, we've been following this for the last couple of years, is the simplified seller's use tax, which is a fancy name for a tax on internet sales. Fantastic that we've got this. It was a little bitty account just a few years ago, and now it's one of the stars of the balance sheet. I mean, it's a dramatic increase, great source of income for the state and the cities and for education it's up 90% from the fiscal year before. And for the fiscal year to date, the growth continues up 44.96%. Now the money, what happens to the money? The lion's share of the money goes to Alabama's general fund, 37%. Education gets 13%, and the other half of the pie is split between the cities and the counties. It used to be that split was right down the middle. So the total pie, they would each get 25%. That's changed. And now the cities are getting 30% of the total and the counties are getting 20%. But they're dividing up a fairly large number 386 million during 1000. Uh, Real money. One of, the, one of the stars of the economy in Alabama for the year ha- has been housing. Housing prices are up 12% for, for the year. Days on the market down, total homes sold, up significantly, 12.8%. So we looked at a survey, the Consumer Sentiment Survey about the United States. This one is for the state of Alabama. It's out of our friends at Tuscaloosa. And again, you could hyperlink is high, you could go and check. It comes out every quarter. How are people feeling? The overall from last quarter, the overall outlook for the economy in the state. The number one response was that things are better. It's like, you know, better after a car wreck when you crawl away from it. it. It is better. Uh but People are nowhere near as confident as they were a year ago. A, a little bit about this in the colors, some suggestions from the students. If you go from a red bar to a red bar, you're looking at a year change. And you can see from first quarter 20 to first quarter 21, that overall outlook is down about 10%, 10.2%. We're certainly up from last quarter, we're going from purple to red, fourth quarter 20 to first quarter of 21, we're, we're up, but it's not up that much, 1.8 percent. And we, we have a series of days hiring, a lot of people are just trying to maintain their current level. We've got some moderate increase by about a third of the respondents. Again, that number is down year to year about 6%. And from last quarter, though, it was up about 6.7%. Sales Act outlooks, people are seeing increases in sales. But it's still down about 9.4% from the year ago. And but up from the fourth quarter. Capital expenditures, a lot of people continue to hold on to their money because of the uncertainty. No change is the main response, but moderate increases out there. I think a chunk of that is Jacksonville State when I filled out the survey. And we've got a change of about 12.9% year to year, from last quarter up, 7.3%. We'll sum that up. Labor force definitely down. Employment down almost twice as much, nine percent up. The unemployment rate dropping from the highs back in April, December, 3.9%. Tax revenues at record levels, 12.21 billion. And the housing market up significantly, 12%. And, and now it's time to talk about us. Calhoun County and the Calhoun County area. We we have survey data from the membership, market, labor force, data. We have the numbers on the counties and on the cities as well, and and the housing numbers. So let's get, get into this. We ask generally about seven questions, in Overall, the membership, again, feels positive that things are getting better. Overall economic outlook, better was number one response at 42%, index value of 0.74. That index value is down from last year, as you would expect. Employment, again, a lot of organizations seem to be trying to maintain a certain level of workforce. And they're replacing when someone leaves, but nothing much beyond that. Slight increase, 33%. Positive index value of 0.65, which is significantly down from 0.68 prior year. And employee compensation. That one, 65% are saying, yes, they are gonna have to pay people more. And that index value 0.73 is it's not as high as it was a year ago when we were running wide open, but it's still happening. A little bit more on wages later. Demand for the products, slight increase. New product offerings happening, index value 0.75. Down from a year ago. Intentions change the number of outlets and talking about spending money. Most people are saying they're not doing that. and from a year ago. And expenditures on advertising, 47% saying remain the same. Slight increase, 34%. That index value of 0.64 is is down significantly from ask this question I, I don't always report it but we selection year <laughs> and we've got it in here we asked the membership how it's going with the local government are they supportive of business and and this is one of the highest index values of anything that we get at 77% they you know a sizable portion are saying very supportive the highest response for that category of the survey so I support supported 36% that's Nicely done. So <clears throat> overall, how are people feeling? <clears throat> We've got 42%. This is the most common response. Overall outlook, slightly better. <clears throat> down a little bit. Number of employees about to remain the same. Down a little bit. The employee pay, slight increase, 65%. The demand for products, slight increase. Most common new products and number of outlets and then advertising you can see those numbers now <clears throat> population trends in the county a couple of things about this we usually talk about this every year look at 2009 compared to 2010 2009 was a estimate for County from the Census Bureau. 2010 is the hard count. And you can see their estimate was significantly off and they adjusted that, but it's like they can't stand it. They just keep going back down. It's like they wanted to get back down to their previous estimate before the next hard count. I hope there is are is wrong this time as there were last time, and maybe they'll eventually get it. But we'll know soon enough the results will be here for us. Now, GDP for the at the county level, there's this ridiculous lag of uh, above at the national and the state level. We, we only have information through 2019. I think it's interesting to know we. After several years of tracking with the the state number, which is in blue and the county numbers in the green, we've moved above them for that most recent 2019 number at 4.3%. The state was only growing at 3.2. Now, our labor force, yes, we absolutely took a hit in county. We're down about 1,910 folks, December to December. You can see that big bounce up in April as the governor switched the uh, general order from stay at home to safer at home and people started coming back. We're still down. Employment in county definitely a big head and you compare the small changes we had in other years we're just starting to grow we had, we've been declining for several years 18 19 though that was just starting to move up very positive and then we got hit so we're down about three thousand eight hundred seventy four according to the US Department of Labor uh, actually this comes from the Alabama Department of Labor and I certainly like their numbers that uh, they did great work down there. And you see, we, we've been moving back, but we're still down. <clears throat> the unemployment rate, huge jump, but that's for the average. Since that average defining jump back in April, when we, we bounced up to 18.2%, we've been coming down hard as, as the state. And we finished in December right near the state. We're at 4.4%, the state's at 3.7%. we will take a closer look at that. And this is not seasonally adjusted because you can't get seasonally adjusted information at the county level. But looking around the state, almost all the counties are in that lower category at 6.6% or below, with the state average at 3.7% and Cowan County at 4.4%. taking it apart a little bit. <clears throat> One of the declining elements of county county's employment situation for several years now has been the depot as they moved back from a couple of conflicts they were engaged in. But federal employment reversed that trend and has been expanding the last several years. And, and please note, federal level, they didn't lay anybody off. They expanded a little bit. <laughs> And that number is actually up. We have more information on, on the depot that I want to call your attention to. They have been impacted by COVID-19, but they continue to meet 99% of their production schedule. And anyone of their employees that would like to have the vaccine, they've had at least the first shot. Their workload remains relatively stable steady and if all planned fiscal year programs are funded they do expect that they should be able to maintain this level of employment they they do have some foreign military sales that have been impacted and they're hopeful that'll be cleared up and they're hopeful about fiscal year 22. they have some pending m1 tank sales which they hope are going to work out and the depot generation and rail Repair facility is scheduled for full operation, March 22. And again, they are a significant portion of our economy. Manufacturing absolutely took a hit for the year, but they've been coming back later in the year than uh, maybe some of the other sectors, but a nice number in December. Service sector. again. Big hit as well, coming back, still down. Wages, just a little bit on that. The blue line on the top is Alabama, and then the green line across the bottom, of those numbers Calhoun County. <clears throat> this is from 2011 through 2020. That gap between us and the state number. Used to be significantly narrower. It's spread out now, and we're running about 78%. But please note the last two figures. These for the state number from 19 to 20, we did have a significant increase in wages at the state level. Up, what's that look like? About a dollar sixty increase in average hourly earnings in the private sector. And at the county level, up about thirty. So definitely, we're seeing some people pulling in a higher wage out there who are actually working. Tax collections following the money, good year for the county. The total collections for county fiscal year 1516 through fiscal year 1920, this is in millions. County was up 9.25% for the fiscal year. It's a very nice bomb. Um, By the way, these hyperlinks are headed to the Alabama Department of Revenue. And all the tax information at the county level, except for one that I'm pointing out when we get to it, these are all coming from the same source. That's a little different from us. We tried to get this information in different ways in the past and and had uh, mixed success on that but this time they're all coming from the same place the alabama department of revenue simplified seller's use tax again that's the largest percentage wise gaining segment at the um, on the balance sheet for the county and it's up 95 percent and 42 percent of that this time went to the counties went to Cowan County, and then you can see Anderson got the next largest share closely followed by Oxford and then Jacksonville. This is straight up about population. Population drives how much you get. It drives how much the county gets and it drives how much the different cities get. It has nothing to do with how much they buy online. That's the simplified part of the plan. Tax collections for Anderson up 2.33 percent last fiscal year, and we have fall numbers for Anderson, and and, and i like to think this would be indicative of most of the cities, where even if we don't have information, from trying to pull it from that, Anderson was up 11 percent fiscal year today, October through January. Oxford down slightly, down 1.55% for the last fiscal year. Brick-and-mortar retail center, I think that makes perfect sense. Tax collections in Jacksonville up 2%, 2.05% last fiscal year. For oh, up 5.52%. Piedmont, up 9.51%, nice bounce. We do have fall numbers for Piedmont and and they were up 11%, very similar to what we're seeing. Uh, For Weaver, (laughs) something's something's happening right, up 48% for the fiscal year and the fall numbers, boom, another 47%. Significant increase in revenues. Thompson City down slightly, down 5%. I do want to call attention to this. This is lodging tax collections for Cowan County, and these we received directly from the county. Appreciate them getting these numbers together for us. As you would think, people are not traveling, they're staying closer to home, That number is significantly down after years of increase, down 28% for the fiscal year. Home sales up, up in a big way, breaking the trend line and uh, getting a closer look at it. It's the trifecta, right? And average prices are up 12%, days on the market down 11% total homes sold up a whopping 20%. So, to wrap this up, let's just do a quick review. We asked the membership how they're feeling. and They're feeling positive. They're, no, it's feeling as positive as they were a year ago, but they certainly feel things are getting better. Population estimate or estimated uh up slightly, but so are the neighbors and, and that's the general feel about it. The labor force down, employment down almost twice that, a little more than twice that. Unemployment is up, but the most recent number, December at 4.4%, when I mean, you get down around 4%, you know things are getting tight. And then lodging tax revenues down significantly, Total tax revenues up, we, we, in spite of everything, saw some nice increase in that way. And the housing market total homes up significantly. Please take a moment to look at that while I check some questions. you here that I um, want to try to look at Katrina Dorsey is asking a great question when we're looking at my mig- migration what industry in County are they people migrating to so that's something that I need to collect and try to get that breakdown I, I don't think I can get it from the United van line study I don't think they're going to have that information on which counties they're moving into but we will have that in, in the upcoming census data, and we should be able to include that. They'll definitely show that, where, where people are moving it when they leave and County and where they're coming from. We'll have that. Tim Lockett is asking about challenges finding workers. How has the pandemic, post-pandemic changed the playing field for us? We probably are going to be able to hold on to some people for a while. They're, they're not going to shift. People are concerned about moving. And I think we're definitely going to pick people up. Uh, Tim, people are buying space. They, they don't want to be in a high-density urban environment. They don't want to be on the same heating and cooling, air conditioning system as other individuals. They, they want to try to buy that space, and, and that can certainly work for us. Tim Brunson asking a great question about uh, recent numbers out about COVID bankruptcies and that impact. And, uh, and I, I think it's a very good point. We, we should focus on, on bankruptcies and those numbers, Tim, and I, I will get those in here that this one has actually been thinned out for this, but we need to look at it. Colonel I've got you. When we have the fall tax numbers for the city of Oxford, it's a great question, Greg. Check that hyperlink that's going to bounce you over to the Alabama Department of Revenue, and and you'll see the numbers, and you can check by time period. And I just checked a couple of days ago, and they were not out for any of those cities that I didn't report for for the fall numbers. So that's going to be an issue of the part of the chaos and the backlog that is happening with the Alabama Department of Revenue. But I'm going to keep watching it, and I look forward to having those numbers soon. Hopefully, we're going to get those. Kim, thanks. Next. John Hopper's going to be up. I'll be nearby, and I'll I'll be looking at questions. and come back in a few minutes, try to answer some more. And um, Don's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in
2: Thank you, Doctor. I'm going to be brief today. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on and what's happened over the last year. It was a challenging year, to, to say the least. Uh, we um, we did have several expansions. We um, we had the opportunity just yesterday to work with uh, the the Trantham family. They are with Circle A Manufacturing. County Commission, thanks to the County Commission, they passed some tax abatements for that company. A five plus million dollar investment, plus about 75 new jobs that will will happen in Alexandria. Uh, these were some expansions that we announced last year with BAE with IAC um, automotive supplier, Bridgewater interiors, as well as laser fab. Um, the other thing that that we had the opportunity to do was continue to work with our existing industry and talk to them about um, the the prospects. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a survey that we we conducted several times last year. We continue to see prospects. We continue to see uh, requests for information. Um, we had the opportunity, oddly enough, to actually visit with several prospects that came came to town. We had we had one group that there were five cars, and we all drove from from downtown Oxford out to our East Duboga site, and, and and all five of us finally did make it. So fortunately, I didn't lose anyone. But um, but. It was it was just an odd year when it came to that. We did have a lot of Zoom calls. We had opportunities with consultants on a Zoom um, uh, platform as well. Um, the good thing is, with some of those prospects that we've either uh, had had responses to or RFIs from some of those responses we're still having follow-up questions with them they just haven't quite pulled the trigger we met with a group earlier this week even that uh, was here on site and um, have some real potential with uh, that we, we, we feel like the other thing we did during the during the pandemic we did have a couple of companies um, federal mogul and Honeywell at, um, at uh, both had announced that they were either closing or laying off significant uh, last year. We worked with the city of Oxford. We called Lori Denton, spent an awful lot of time, but she called all of our industries, talked to them, and said, "Hey, if we had an in-person, if we had an in-person job fair, would you participate?" They all signed up. We were full within a day, and um, we were able to pull, to have an in-person job fair, one of the few in the, in the state, we had over almost 400 people that came and, and visited, probably 200 of those have found jobs now. And so we're very, very fortunate that we were able to, we, we worked with the EMS there, worked with Oxford. We pulled, made sure that we were social distancing as much as possible. It was a, it was a good opportunity to, for, for these companies to meet with people and start looking at hiring them. The other thing I mentioned that we did too during the year, we surveyed our, our local industries, just a short survey. Hey, how are you doing? Tell us about your capacity. Tell us about your staffing. We ask a few other questions, but just to give you an idea, um, they, as far as a percent capacity, about 75% of them were at 75% or more. Uh, almost a almost half stayed at, at uh, full capacity during During the process, this is an average of several of our our surveys, the staffing stayed at full staffing at about 80% of them. So we were we were fortunate that they were still they were still looking for people. They were still looking for certain qualified individuals, but they were also maintaining most of their staffing as well. The other thing we've done at the at the EDC is. We are in the process. We've, we've issued a contract, local contractor, to build some small spec buildings, a cluster of three spec buildings at McClellan. We are. Uh, there'll be a 15,000 square foot building there in the middle. There'll be two 7,500 square foot buildings on the sides. Um, we feel like McClellan does lend itself to some of our companies maybe that are moving out of our incubator, which by the way, we spent a lot of time and energy on that. Last year, we finished a, uh, a renovation, thanks to Lucas Gockel managing that for us as well. The um, the But the we feel like at McClellan, we're going to see some smaller businesses and that's what we're looking at building there. We um, actually have already shown this. I showed it last week just on site. Uh, just to just for a company that had the opportunity, they are looking for a ten to fifteen thousand square foot building. It was perfect for them. Um, the other thing we have done, we just completed. We had our we had a final inspection two weeks ago on our spec building out at McClellan. Excuse me, out at uh, McIntosh. It's the second spec building. The uh, you can almost see that building. You can see the building when you're coming over the bypass up on the top of the hill. That's a thirty-six feet eave height. It is sixty thousand square feet. uh, we had the opportunity to show that we have one company that has asked us for a uh, we we worked on tuesday at our board meeting to to actually give that company a prize like i said it was it was a um, a challenging year Uh, fortunately we had you know almost 200 new jobs announced uh 75 uh to almost 80 million dollars worth of investment uh from our existing industry and i continue to say that when an existing industry is is growing here that's the best compliment they can pay you um we always end with the we're near atlanta near birmingham near perfect and let me let me stop and say we don't take that lightly we do believe this is a great place for business to grow we think it's a great place for business to locate um, some of the discussions we had just this week with one of our existing industries, as we were meeting with the prospects, they are our best salespeople. And they are the ones that know that this is a great place to live, do business, work, and raise a family. Um, we do believe that we're near perfect, and we appreciate the opportunity that the chamber provides us to uh, share a little bit. Okay.
1: All right, I'm gonna bounce back up a little bit. I'm just thinking, I'm gonna bounce back up. Trying to follow up on a few of the questions that have come in. First, Tim Lockett with uh, Anderson Star is asking about how many local businesses have closed permanently as a result of the pandemic. And he's thinking particularly about restaurants. Tim, let's look at that. We can try to find out through business licenses that maybe will give us a hard count, which you can get. All right, they're going to be available. Uh, uh, Another way to look at it. Would be if there had been a significant drop in the number of members for the Cowan County, County Chamber of Commerce. And Linda tells me that they're they're basically holding steady. They're they're picking up some new members, and and they're losing some, but the total number has really not moved that much. Greg Brown, B. R. Williams, Mr. Brown, as always, good to see you. Good to hear from you. Greg is asking about the census numbers. And when we expect to have those numbers out, they've been delayed. Basically, I think they're pushing everything back about four months, Greg. But I have a couple of dates for you. If you were to click on that link to the Census Bureau, when you see the population numbers, and do a Google search, I mean, not a Google search, a search inside their website for important dates. That's the search word, important dates. Two of those dates you'll see are these. April the 30th, the Census Bureau is going to provide the numbers to the president. And the president will get those first. And then September the 30th, we'll have another update. And on that one, we're gonna have the numbers at the state level that have implications for congressional uh, redistricting, that word. So those two dates. April the 30th and September the 30th. The, the the chamber was actively involved in the census numbers. They had the complete count committee that worked the problem, and and they feel good about that effort and the accuracy of that count. They feel like they did the, a great job, and especially given the situation. Kim? Thank you all for uh, uh, joining us at this time in this medium. We hope to be together face-to-face in a year from now. If uh, we can help in any way, please let me know. You can always reach me through Linda at the Chamber of Commerce or or directly through Jacksonville State. It's M. H-E-A-R-N, at jsu.edu. Glad to help any way we can. Thank you,